Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Noam Rauscher, and today we'll be discussing Masecha Pesachim, the Tractate of the Talmud, which deals with matters of Passover, page 9. On page 9a of our text, the Talmud introduces a new Mishnah entirely. This Mishnah discusses conducting a search of chametz that is so thorough that there should be no concern that a varmint or rodent of some kind would steal any of the chametz and transfer it from house to house, eventually transferring it from city to city, thus nullifying the entire process of cleaning and, ser- and searching for chametz. One of the ways the rabbis seek to assuage the concern over a chametz-free house is by suggesting that we should look for proof as to whether or not a rodent or varmint has actually gone into the chametz and taken it from a clean place to another one. In doing so, the rabbis suggest a concept or a talking point that our uncertainties about this matter do not override our certainties. That is to say, our uncertainties of if chametz has actually been spread around versus the certainty of if it was actually accessible in the first place. In other words, when dealing with a situation of great importance such as this, particularly since it's around the cleanliness of our house during Passover, our assumptions of information and knowledge cannot override the actual factual information and knowledge that we have. We want to be absolutely sure if our house has been contaminated with chametz, especially after a search, so our info needs to be absolutely correct. Assumptions of chametz are a scary thing. Perhaps that is part of the reason that we nullify it when we say the bracha during the burning of the chametz. That is to say, we say it's the dust of the earth, and we, do, and we declare our chametz ownerless. It's obvious as to why the rabbis would be so concerned about and, and afraid of chametz during Passover. After all, we spent all this time cleaning our homes so that they're meant to be chametz free, and that's one of the central rituals over it. We want to protect that cleanliness as much as possible. But I'm wondering if there's also a spiritual significance to being so concerned about where chametz is and as to whether or not if it's been cleaned. Let's continue with our theme of puffiness of self. That is to say that chametz represents the potential for a bloated ego. In that regard, we must know where and how to identify the triggers, the chametz that keeps us locked into our old ways. Last time we talked about the concept of sharing enough light, shining enough light on our character flaws so we could identify them and point out where the chametz exactly was. Now we are talking about keeping an eye out for them and watching and observing where that chametz is. Not based on assumptions, we want to know exactly where the chametz is and track its path. No more playing dumb about who's responsible for our own current condition. Perhaps if we know the origin of the chametz, we can do something about it. Perhaps if its origin is within us, we are required to take a good look in the mirror and consider if we are doing enough to present that dough of the dough of our egos from rising. Asking ourselves if we are Israelites or if we are Egyptians. Perhaps, if it involves someone else as the origin of our chametz, 
we will need to confront that person and reveal our true concern. Passover is about a release from physical bondage as much as it is about a release from spiritual bondage. Bob Marley, in his song, Redemption Song, said, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Rashi, our 11th century commentator from France, says that the plague of darkness was not only physical for the Egyptians, it was also spiritual and psychological for the Israelites. Israelites who did not want to leave Egypt for redemption received the plague of darkness as a reminder of what their mental and intellectual condition would be like if they remained in Egypt. Freedom is about release from the physical shackles that imprison us. But freedom is also about shrugging off the psychological and spiritual shackles that also prevent our own choices and growth. A truly free person is one who exercises their ability and right to choose. If we know where the chametz is, we can choose to do something about it. But we must be certain of where it is and what it looks like. Our time as free people begins when we decide if we want that chametz around it all and if we choose to do something about it. Thank you very much. Toda Rabbah. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.